Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Good morning. Welcome to the show. It's the Logan and Lewis show without Dave. Dave's not here. Dave uh, will be off the next couple days. And then the whole show is off next week uh, for the 4th of July holiday weekend. And then uh, the week after that, Dave is in Orlando. And he is uh, being inducted into the High School Sports Hall of Fame. Uh, Quite the honor for our friend and partner, Dave Logan. Uh, Very, very cool. So it's Rick Lewis here with uh, Kathy Lee and Millennial Grant. Good morning, everybody. Everybody good? Good. Yeah, doing good. good. Yep. Uh, Looks like we got some more rain overnight. Uh, Looks like rain in the forecast, really, for the near future as it continues to be a very wet spring and now summer up and down the front range. Uh, Still, some parts of the state experiencing severe drought so we need this this rain to kind of move to those places and help us out a little bit um we have cnn on here in the studio and i'm looking at their legal analyst jeffrey tubin <laughs> uh, very bizarre and i i just can't look at him the same i <laughs> i can't even look at him you see him and you just think of that that zoom call he was on where he decided that it would be a good idea to pleasure himself I just don't get it. I just don't. How's he back? It's like they couldn't find a better guy as a legal analyst on CNN, apparently, because I, I'll always think of him that way yeah. when you see him. I I don't know. And one of the best nicknames to come out of that ever, Tug and Tubin. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's right. One of our uh, listeners texted that. By the way, the text line 56690. Love to hear from you on the many topics that we will bring up on the show here today. And also phone number 303-713-8585. I love taking phone calls. Uh, This is a a talk show, talk radio. And uh, so we would love to talk to you uh, along the way as well. Uh, In sports, uh, last night, the the Lightning beat the Canadians 3-1. They're up two games to zero now in that series. And the Phoenix Suns closed out the L.A. Clippers last night, blew them out of their own gym last night, 130-103. to uh, And the star of the game, 
was Chris Paul. CP3 had 41 points in game six to eliminate the Clippers. 41 points for the 36-year-old veteran. It's crazy. That's a lot. Oh, I'm so happy man. for him. I am too. Uh, you know, it sucks that they knocked out the Nuggets this year, but man, what a career he's had. And to finally make it to the NBA Finals after 16 seasons. I'm, I'm, I'm like so happy for him. I'd like to see them win it for him. And uh, I, I think the Phoenix Suns are a great story. Obviously, I have a lot of connections uh, down at Phoenix. But I love it when teams that are just perennial losers like the Phoenix Suns get good finally and then go on a run and have a chance to win the NBA championship. That would be the first in their history. Yeah, and their first time back in the finals since 1993. And I think uh, Charles Barkley was probably with them yep. back then. Yeah, so it's a great story. And so uh, I'm pulling for them. They look like they'll be the favorites in the NBA Finals. We still don't know who their opponent will be, either of Milwaukee or Atlanta. And with Giannis hurt, I don't know, man. They're, they're not sure when he will come back. No real structural damage to the knee, but you would think that's going to be a problem. And Trey Young still battling the foot injury. I believe he's playing tonight, but that's yep. lingering with him. Do you want a couple amazing stats on how long Chris Paul's been playing? Uh, how long he's been playing? Just how long it took him to get to the NBA Finals. Sure. yeah. 16 seasons, 22 playoff series, 1,212 games, 37,757 minutes played on five different teams with seven different head coaches and 179 different teammates. Wow. Wow. To finally make it to the NBA Finals. Just shows you that if you keep putting in that hard work, eventually it's going to pay off. To be on the right team, too. Yes, that's for sure. Still a great player. He missed the first two games of the series due to COVID, uh, and apparently he's vaccinated uh, and got it anyway. Uh, He was asymptomatic, but got it. But these guys are tested all the time. So when you're testing asymptomatic people, obviously you're going to find some COVID cases out there, and he was one of them. And when he came back, the first two games coming back, he he didn't play very well. Looked like he was kind of off his game. Started to figure it out in game five, and then last night just dominated. Uh, So good for them. And the the Rockies win again at home, 6-2. to Rockies have one of the strangest teams and seasons I have ever seen. They are atrocious. And that's not even a strong enough word on the road. They are just horrible on the road, and they're pretty good at home. How does that even happen? I don't know. Like, it's just a weird phenomenon. Very strange. 28 and 16 at home, and 6 and 31 on the road. That's. You think crazy. if they were just close to 500 it, it on the road. It's not logical. It just, that shouldn't make sense, right? Yeah, if they were close to 500 on the road, uh, they'd be uh, a playoff contender. Yeah. But, yeah, right now they're on track to win, I believe it's 14 games on the road, which would be uh, would shatter the all-time worst road record in baseball history. And they've been playing Major League Baseball for a long time. <laughs> yeah, so And it, they're uh, 17 games back of first place in the NL West. Yeah. So crazy. And there's still a team worse than them. 
Yep, the, the Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. <laughs> but better than them on the road somehow, even though they had that 20-some game losing streak uh, on the road. I know. It's crazy. Uh, 56690, uh, text line number. Would love to hear from you throughout the show. And then 303-713-8585 is the, uh, the phone number if you'd like to call in. Uh, texter 303-885-RICK, at least Phoenix has been to the finals. I don't know if the Nuggets have, at least not since 1993. Um, yeah, Phoenix, as we just told you, was in the finals in 93 and uh, didn't even make the playoffs for 11 seasons. Didn't even sniff the playoffs the postseason. Have the Nuggets been to the finals? I don't think so. No, I don't think they have. Not as long as uh, I've been here. Maybe in the 80s, I'd have to go back and look. I know they had some good teams in the 80s. They did in the, those Matumbo years, right? Matumbo, they were good in the early to mid-90s, but never made it to the finals. So it's a good story when you see something like that happen. Uh, and then we'll get this out of the way early, 970-966. I hope Dave brought a nightshirt for safety. So we got to get the nightshirt <laughs> Comment out of the way <laughs> early. Uh, 970-347, Chris Paul is one of the dirtiest and flops like no other player in the NBA. There's no doubt about the flops. Uh, I don't know about dirty, but the flops in the NBA are really annoying. I, I wish they could do something about them. And it's not just Chris Paul. I mean, they all do it. And... Uh, I don't think anybody likes it. Yeah, and I don't know how you get it to stop. It's the big thing because they tried to implement the uh, fines a couple years ago for flopping, but it's hard to determine. You know, these guys are getting good at it, and it's hard to determine mm. whether it's a real, you know, did he really get hit in the face or did he yeah. act like he got hit in the face? Yeah, every time they go down, it looks like they'll never get back up. <laughs> I know. It makes me think of that that guy <laughs> for the Suns that Joker hit and got kicked out of the game on that questionable flagrant. Uh, yeah, pain. Foul. I think that was pain. pain yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So these guys, some might say they're good actors. They're really not. I mean, when you watch it. It looks like they're it's, faking it's it. It's pretty fake. For sure. Um, Very soccer-esque. Uh, texter. 720-636, Nuggets made the Western Conference Finals in 2009, but never been in the NBA Finals. That's what I thought. Uh-huh. And let's, uh, oh, is that a caller that dropped off? Okay, and then a texter asking, what's a flop? Uh, you see it uh, in basketball all the time where a player is trying to draw a foul by you know, with just a little bit of, of contact, goes down. Uh, down on the floor, that's called a flop. And it, to me, most of the time, it looks really fake and exaggerated. And then when you watch it in slow motion, sometimes you'll see the guy never even got hit. You know, when in slow motion, the guy never got hit and still goes down and then lays there for a bit. Uh, it's texture from the 720. 299, LeBron is the best at it. He's one of the best. That's what I was just going to say. I'm a huge LeBron fan, but man, these last couple years. He likes the flop. He just is falling down every time someone barely touches him. Yep. Uh, so um, we're going to have uh, 
Big time lawyer Harvey Steinberg on with us at 936. We're going to talk about Bill Cosby being released from prison. When that came out yesterday, it broke right at the end of our show yesterday, so we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. A lot of people were stunned to hear that happen. Uh, He walked out of the Pennsylvania State Prison after his sexual assault conviction was overturned by the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Uh, He had served more than two years of a three to ten year sentence at the state prison for a 2004 assault. And um, the Supreme Court overturned it, not because he's innocent, but because of a legal technicality. Um, And I don't know if this is just sloppy law work or some sort of collusion uh, to try to get him in prison. But what had happened is he was promised uh, and guaranteed immunity if he gave a deposition for the civil lawsuit. And he gave that deposition knowing that he was not going to be convicted or it would not be used against him in a criminal court. And he gave the deposition and then they turned it on him. They flipped it on him and threw him in jail, threw him in prison, convicted him. So that got overturned. Uh, we'll get the legal expert on Harvey Steinberg to explain it all to us. I, and what happened? Because I think a lot of people were shocked that he got let yes, out. Absolutely. Uh, and I, like I said, I don't know if this is collusion on the part of the prosecutor and a judge, or, or, or I don't know how you do something like this, but it sure is sloppy. Um, and, and I'm surprised that it it actually took almost three years for them to overturn it if they knew this happened. Mm-hmm. And he's he's maintained his innocence all along. Uh, in fact, he made a statement yesterday uh, once he got out, he, he initially made a, a public appearance after returning to his Pennsylvania home. And then he went to Twitter. It says he never changed his stance or his story. He uh, added he always maintained his innocence. Uh, he thanked the court for upholding the rule of law, thanked those who stood by him. His wife apparently uh, is one of the people that have stood by him, uh, Camille Cosby, uh, throughout all of this. In all these women, which has always been a surprise for me that she's done that, uh, she's always maintained that the women were lying, that he was innocent. Uh, She was reportedly ecstatic and relieved and happy about his release. And then his TV wife, uh, Felicia Rashad, took to Twitter and tweeted, finally, in capital letters, a terrible wrong is being righted. A miscarriage of justice is corrected. And then immediately... uh, she got crushed on Twitter, and she had to to backpedal and walk that back. Uh, Which kind of is a weird thing that she put that out there. The way I read it was she knew about this this legal technicality, and I'm sure everybody in his camp knew about it. And I, the way I read into it, that's what she was referring to, a miscarriage of justice being corrected. Um, but I could be wrong, but that's how I read it. Hmm. And then her, her follow-up tweet, Kathy was, I fully support survivors of sexual assault coming forward. My post was in no way intended to be insensitive to their truth. Uh, she went on to say, personally, I know from friends and family that such abuse 
has lifelong residual effects. My heartfelt wishes for healing. But the way she put it in her first post yeah. made it sound like she was supporting him and not those who yeah, were the victims of him. I think she was supporting him, but I, I think maybe she didn't think it all the way through. Her statement, to me, she was supporting the miscarriage of justice, which it was because of the legal technicality. Although, I mean, almost everybody would assume he's guilty of multiple counts of this. Mm-hmm. And they say that he will not be charged again. He will not be retried in this case. And that, uh, you know, the civil lawsuits, that you might see all of that come back, I think. Well, he have a lawsuit against the courts for being in prison. There you go. And that's a good question for Harvey when we get him on. Yeah, does he have a case against them for... Now, wouldn't that be ironic? Wouldn't that be amazing? He wins the case. And that would suck. He's 83 years old. He appears to be in poor health. I, I don't know if maybe he just wants this to go away or will he will he go after them and sue the court but these women can still sue him yeah in a civil case yeah i believe they can but in the criminal cases um uh the statute of limitations is up so that's not going to happen so he's been about three years of his life on uh, a mistake that was made was it a mistake was it collusion i don't know interesting but pretty interesting. Yep. Yep. And so, uh, yeah, we'll talk to Harvey Steinberg, a great defense attorney, one of the best in the country. Uh, we'll talk with him about this on the other side. Hang on. It's 925. Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee, Millennial Grant here. You're listening to KOA News Radio. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, I see why you picked this bumper song. Connecting the dots there, huh? Breaking the law, breaking the law. That's right. Good one. Okay, we're back here. It's uh, 938. 
good to have you with us. Dave Logan is uh, out. He is in uh, Orlando. He's being inducted into the High School Sports Hall of Fame down there. He's not here. And um, we'll talk a little bit more about that later on. Uh, Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee here. Kathy stepped out, though, too. I don't know where she went. Millennial Grant is with us. Uh, we're going to bring on one of the the top uh, defensive lawyers, defensive attorneys in the uh, country uh, from the uh, Springer Steinberg Law Firm here in Denver. It's Harvey Steinberg. Harvey, thanks for coming on. It's Rick Lewis. How you doing? I'm good, Rick. How are you, sir? Doing good, man. We appreciate uh, getting you on here uh, last last minute like this, and we thought that you'd be the perfect guy to come on and talk about this Bill Cosby situation. He got released yesterday. I think a lot of people were stunned at the news. Looks like a legal technicality. Can you explain to us what, what happened here? Of course. First off, it was not a legal technicality. It was an aberration that he ever was incarcerated. And let me be clear, it was because of gutless judges that this all occurred. And here's what I mean. The DA at the time, which was back in, I think, 2005, 2006, was a gentleman by the name of Bruce Castor. Bruce Castor promised Bill Cosby that if he sat for a deposition and told the truth, no charges would be filed regarding this entire situation. In reliance on that promise, Bill Cosby went ahead and, to his credit, told the truth, admitting that basically he had uh, drugged that woman that was suing him in exchange for or as part of this entire sexual act. Obviously, that was the key to her successful civil case and also would have been the key to his prosecution in the criminal case. Before he took that deposition, he had a Fifth Amendment right, which meant he was going to say, I refuse to answer the questions. That would have hurt her civil case, but would have kept him from being charged criminally because they couldn't use it against him. He goes ahead and in reliance on that promise, testifies. A new DA comes in and says, I'm not bound by that prior DA's promise. All of a sudden, they file charges and they use against him his admissions and his statements during that deposition, which were the most compelling evidence for the jury. It was unfair that the judge, who was the trial judge, didn't have the courage or the guts to say, look, this was wrong. The promise is there. He relied on the promise. You can't prosecute him. It was wrong for the Court of Appeals of Pennsylvania to affirm that judge. Finally, the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania stood up and did the right thing and said, look, we can't play games with people. We can't make promises to them. The DA himself promises him he's not going to be prosecuted. He goes ahead and, in reliance on that promise, does all the things he does, and then they prosecute him. So this is not some legal technicality. This is a situation where it took years for somebody to stand up for the rule of law and do the right thing. And it's unfortunate that he went to trial, that he was incarcerated, that he did the right thing and was mistreated. So don't say it was Mm. a technicality. The technicality was gutless judges who didn't do the right thing. A gutless DA who ran on the promise to prosecute him not doing the right thing. Wow. The system was tested. And finally, the Supreme Court said, hey, enough is enough. And they ruled, not only did they let him out of jail, 
but they said he couldn't be prosecuted again. And you know why? Because they said he relied on that promise by the DA. So this fodder that's being out there that it was a technicality, that is just wrong. What is right is that he was let go finally. So the, and that what was wrong is he was incarcerated. So the DA is at and fault here. Back in 2005. And the DA in 2005 said, and I'm not saying anybody's wrong. In 2005, the DA said, we don't have enough evidence to prosecute. But in an effort to assist the victim, we're going to tell him that he must tell the truth because he now doesn't have a Fifth Amendment right. And that will help you with your civil case. That's the best remedy for everybody. Because wow. if, he continues to, if he continues to take the Fifth, that's going to hurt your civil case. And we can't prosecute him anyway. So why don't we at least open the door to your civil case so you can be, recomp uh, you can be compensated in the civil case? So that's what occurred. And I will tell you, I told everybody who would listen to me that what was going on with Bill Cosby was a miscarriage of justice, that it was wrong, and that he was a victim of the Me Too movement that had gone too far. And the pendulum's starting to swing back. As you know, in everything, the pendulum swings too far. I agree that we had, uh, had a blind eye to victims of sexual misconduct, that we had done not enough. And finally, we said, okay, we're going to remedy that wrong. But as oftentimes happens, we went way too far, and the Bill Cosby case illustrates that. And now maybe we're going to move back to the center and say, look, there has to be a sense of propriety. There has to be a sense of justice. We're talking to Okay, we're talking to defense attorney Harvey Steinberg, and that's very interesting. It sounds dirty. Uh, it, you, you could see why people uh, – don't trust the system because of things like this. And I think, I think everybody uh, reading into the Cosby case and, and other cases involving him would probably say, in my opinion, he's guilty. But the system, it sounds like the system, they did him wrong in this case. Absolutely. Clearly and absolutely he was guilty. But yeah, he but admitted he was guilty. Question. Yeah, that's the key. He basically admitted it, but we induced him to admit it by promising we wouldn't prosecute it. And then the system reneged on that promise. Hmm. And what I tell people is it's the system that's more important than Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby is a bad person. He's a predator. He's evil. And he should He's be in jail, but they did it the wrong her. way. But the question is this, are we going to sacrifice our system to get somebody like Bill Cosby, who's really meaningless, in the scope of things, it's the system that matters most. And uh, the system was compromised. And I want to thank those judges on the Supreme Court of Pennsylvania for vindicating the system and doing the right thing. It takes a lot of courage in this day and age to stand up and say, look, he's a bad guy. He's a predator. He's clearly guilty. He's evil. But, but the system made him a promise. And the system has the obligation and duty to stand by that promise. So do you think, uh, Harvey, that, that Cosby will now sue uh, the court in, in Pennsylvania? Because they knew all along uh, that they, they did him wrong here, him and his lawyers, his legal team. And they had to take it all the way to the Supreme Court to get a reverse. They've been working on this. It took them three years to do this. Do you think he will now sue them? Uh, for the three years he lost in prison. Add this to it. 
he was, <laughs> yeah, as you point out, he was in prison. So the answer is this. I don't know if he can, and here's why. Uh, they have what's called governmental immunity. So I'd have to look at that. But if I were him, I would say, yes, I will sue. You took three years of my life, and they were precious years because of my age. When you're in your 70s and 80s, three years means a lot more to you than when you're in your 20s. So the answer is, do I think he has a lawsuit? Absolutely. How ironic, though, you know, that he ends up winning money. If he wins money, that would be like the most ironic thing in this situation. Wouldn't it? And he may just walk away and say, look, do I really want to go down this path? Because trust me, once he would do that, then they would rehash all the bad things that he has done. Because in terms of his damages, admittedly, he went to prison. But it'd be tough for him to uh, win any money because every jury's going to say, look, you got away with, quote, murder, unquote. Don't be coming to us. You should be in jail. Yet he appears to be in poor health. Uh, you know, he may just kind of just start, lit, you know, whatever life he's got left on, on this planet, maybe he just decides, hey, I'm just going to enjoy my money. He, he, his reputation's been destroyed already. It's not like he's going to be able to go out and, and make money again as a performer or entertainer. Uh, I don't know if he could even walk the streets without, you know, people giving him the finger and or, or worse. Throwing stuff at him. So, yeah, you're right, Harvey. He may he may just decide, hey, you know what? I got kind of lucky here that this worked out. and I should probably just hide out. Yeah, maybe. Exactly. He's a pariah. And the best thing for somebody like him who's a pariah is to find a nice hole and crawl into it and try to live whatever life you have left alone. I feel bad for all of his victims, though. I mean, they thought that, you know, he was going to be in jail. He was going to do time for what he did to them. And now they have to live through this, that he's out and that the system let them down. It's terrible. But the key is the system let them down initially. But once the system is tested, it has to stand up for what was right. And Mm -hmm. you may disagree with the decision the system made. But what you can't do is then say, hey, we're now going to change our minds. You can't do that. The system has to have some sense of integrity. It makes sense. I'm guessing this is not what you expected when you called me. Not at all. I did not. Yeah. Did you expect that, Rick? Uh, I did. On that, that the the system. Being a defense attorney and one of the best in the business, uh, I, I, you know, I, when you came on, I, I, I said legal technicality because I don't understand, but you made it very, very clear what had happened and, uh, it was dirty and, and it appears to very be dirty. collusive as well. And it, they were able to get away with it until the Supreme court stepped in. And as you said, they did the right thing. Exactly. Keep in mind when the new DA ran, he ran on the promise that he would prosecute Bill Cosby, even though he knew that he shouldn't, he couldn't, and it was illegal, he went ahead and did it. And the trial judge helped him, and the Court of Appeals helped him, and finally the Supreme Court said, no, 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 enough. One more question for you, Harvey. Will uh, these victims still pursue civil cases against him, or is he, is he clear now? No, they can go after any civil case, because keep in mind— the reason this was done, we've got to circle back. The reason the original DA did this is so 
help the victims of the civil cases because he couldn't use the Fifth Amendment as a shield to protect him from telling the truth about what happened. Mm. And you can say about him what you want, but at least there's some modicum of truth when he admitted that he had basically given these the woman involved drugs and had sex with her. Really interesting, man. I'm so glad we got you on the show. Thanks for uh, the clarification. Yeah. And uh, I don't think a lot of people understood what happened. I think they're just angry that he got out. Right. Hopefully this puts some uh, light on the situation. And you can be angry that he got out. But at least now you know he should never have been in. Mm-hmm. Thanks for coming on, Harvey. Thanks, Harvey. Appreciate you. My pleasure. Thank Good you. Talking to you guys. All Bye. right, that's Harvey Steinberg, one of the best defense attorneys in the business, and he made it really clear they messed up, and they yeah. and they did it purposefully. It wasn't like a mistake. No, they did it on they purpose. They knew what they were yeah. doing, and they thought they could get away with it. They thought they could get away with it. And it, that sucks, you know, th- that the system let down those women because yep, they all thought that, you know, they were getting, he was going to be in jail paying the price for what he did to them. And you see why people don't trust the system? I totally get it. In a high-profile case like this, they make, and I won't even call it a mistake. At first, I thought it was a mistake. This wasn't a mistake. No. They did it on purpose. And as they much, baited him in. And as much as you hate it, the system did wrong. The system, they did him wrong. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's a guilty man. There's no doubt about it. Well, he it. admitted. I mean, he admitted his guilt. But, but they... the system is bigger than him. Yep. And the Supreme Court fixed it. That's. I mean, the Supreme Court did the right thing, but it sucks that the that's where it had to go, that he wasn't put in jail the proper way and was going to stay there. Really interesting. It's weird. He did spend about three years in prison, and I believe his sentence was three to ten, so... You know, you might say that he he did his time, uh, and he's 83 years old. I don't know if you can do your if there's a time on all those women suffering because of him. Well, I it, mean, th- this was one woman. This is one case, but yeah, yeah there there were multiple women. You're right. Which I don't know that. why but, they didn't. But have you an, can only they tried him for yeah. this one case. But I don't know how you couldn't have a case against him with all those women coming forward. You know. And, and I guess the statute of limitations has expired yeah. uh, on the criminal side of it. But like Harvey said, they'll still try to sue him in a civil court. Well, I hope they do. Yeah, it's not over for him, I don't think. And then could he countersue? It sure sounds like it. And maybe that's his next play just because it kind of puts him on the offense. You know, when these women come after him again on a civil case, maybe he goes back and sues the court and just, It'll tie it up for years and years. Who knows how long he'll live. He seems to be in poor health, but very, very interesting. That was was interesting. Yep. Good take. Thank you, Harvey Steinberg. Harvey knows a lot. Yeah, he does. It's good to have Harvey on your side. It's you it know sounds what? like it. <laughs> if you ever got in trouble, you would want Harvey Steinberg on your side. Harvey's on my side. There's no doubt about it. I know he's done a lot for you, Kathy. Yes, all my speeding tickets. Things we can't talk about. <laughs> right. Now, right. Uh, speeding tickets, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure he wants to deal with my speeding tickets, but he deals with them. Yeah, he's a really high-profile lawyer, but it's like, oh, Kathy got another speeding ticket? Really? I know. <laughs> I got to deal with this? He's like, just send it to my office, girl. Okay, so text line 56690. Uh, great to have you with us this morning. You know the phone number, 303-713-8585. Got a lot of text uh, while we had 
uh, Harvey on. Uh, so, yeah, we'll get a break in here. Dave Logan is out. He'll be gone today and tomorrow. Uh, we're on vacation next week. Yeah, we're all on vacation next All week. of us, the yep. whole show. Except for me. Yep. Oh. You'll, be, you'll be here with Lou, right? I will, yeah. Oh. We'll get Lou from Littleton for yeah. a couple of days. Lou does a good job filling in for us, though. So uh, let us get a break in here. You're listening to KOA News Radio. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day, we rise challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Again, Grant. Oh, and we get to throw in a birthday with this one. Randall Hall, who was the guitarist for Leonard Skinner during their heyday, he is uh, 67 today. Did a show with him um, about a year and a half ago before the pandemic down at that boot barn hall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was the Voices of Rock Radio, and he was one of them. Randall Hall of Skinner, and then there was a guy from think Kansas and Journey. Uh, we did two shows back to we did a Friday show and a Saturday night opening for them. Killed it. We only had a 30 minute set and when you only do a 30 minute set I mean you're you know you, you just put you're going you get your foot on the gas pedal the whole time. It probably seems like it's over right after it begins you know that's nothing for you guys to play 30 minutes. No it was yeah it's fun. It's fun opening for these big guys like that. You just start getting sweaty and it's over. Yeah, you just feel like you're just <laughs> getting warmed up and then you're done. You're like, oh, oh. And I tell you what, Randall Hall, uh, after the show, they were backstage, you know, watching and listening to us. And, and I, I talk about uh, our lead vocalist, Sarah, quite a bit on the air. Uh, he came up to me, he goes, I got to meet that girl. I got Where is that girl? I got to meet that girl. They were so impressed with her. Well, she's so good. Oh, she's amazing. Yep. I that know song it. we played yesterday of you guys, the cover. That Greta Van Fleet cover? Yeah, the highway tune. Yeah. Well, she, she hits that first note better than them. He, she did. She did, actually. You're right. She did a good job. Uh, okay, so that was really a good segment there with Harvey Steinberg. Um, and we got a lot of good text on it. 720-556. It's nice to get the whole story as usual. The media only puts out what they want you to hear. That is so true. That is so true. Um, And I was reading off of uh, a story that I had 
when I introduced Harvey, where it said that, that uh, Bill Cosby got off because of legal technicalities, he immediately jumped on that and corrected mm-hmm. me. Yeah. With the real story. Yeah, that was great. Because he's like, it's not a technicality. <laughs> uh, Texter 303 901, all capital letters, enjoying the heck out of today's show. Well, that's nice. Thank you. Whoever you are, thank you very much. Um, and just a lot of really good texting comments on Harvey's appearance. And it really did clear up the the whole Bill Cosby story. It did, because we were all wondering why he got out. I, I knew it had something to do with the, the guarantee of immunity in the civil case. But uh, I didn't know that. He was promised. Corrupt judges just let it happen. But are they corrupt? or they? they I'd just, say corrupt. Because they were just wanting it to go their way. He called them weak. I would say corrupt. You're well, not doing your job. I know, but I feel like corrupt is a word that you got paid off. You know, you got, there was a benefit for you to get why you did it. There was some sort of be- financial benefit. That's how I look at corrupt. Okay. Don't, so well, I, think that's I don't a, think there was a financial benefit, but corrupt in the sense that they... They they had their own agenda and didn't follow the law. To me, that's corrupt. Mm. And it seemed collusional as well. Yeah, pretty interesting. Yeah, so because I just looked up corrupt, so I just want to, because that's how I look at when you say corrupt. It says dishonest or fraudulent, corrupt by those in power, typically involving bribery. There you go. Dishonest and fraudulent, I think, would be a good description. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else? Uh, 303... 697 sounds like the DA and judge let their ego take charge. They wanted to make a name for themselves, maybe. Well, the, he said the DA was new, right? And that was the thing of him coming in after he got appointed or vote. Because the DAs are voted in, aren't they? Are, are they appointed or are they voted? I think they're appointed. But he said that was his platform was that he was going to put... Bill Cosby behind bars. Oh, maybe so. Maybe they uh, maybe they do run for office. So that's why. And, and he, yeah, he did run saying, or if he did run, I don't know. But he did say that he was going to put Bill Cosby behind bars going in. And so he said he didn't make that deal. Yeah, and that's that's dirty. Mm-hmm. That's low down and dirty. Uh, 303-884, my fear is that New York is going to do the same thing with Trump just because someone's a scumbag. Doesn't mean you can throw them in jail without a good case. You know, there's there there's plenty of reasons why people don't trust the courts. A lot of reasons. And this is just another example. Well, yeah, because you have people who are free who are guilty. And then people who, you know, who are in jail who are innocent. Right. 970214, there was a political benefit, probably. Everything goes through a political filter, unfortunately. Well, I think um, Harvey said that about the DA, that his agenda mm. was to for him to get, I guess, to become the DA was that he was going to put Cosby in jail, and he did, he did whatever it took. Another texter from the 303, he still did it and was guilty. Yes. He was. He was. And he admitted it. He admitted he's guilty. Everybody knows he's guilty. Mm-hmm. But uh, they they botched it. They screwed it up. Yeah, that's too bad. Uh, to the phones we go. Gary in Florida calling us. Hello, Gary. Hello, how are you guys doing? Hey, good. How are you? 
I'm okay now. My broken leg and ankle have healed, so I can finally get around. That's kind of a drag to break your ankle and leg at the same time. But yeah. I have some information for you. Like, I got I got serious when I was I lived in Denver for 29 years till about a year ago, and uh, I got serious because I wanted to listen to Stern. I don't. I really don't anymore, except to, to catch the interviews later on. But the thing is that uh, the show spends more time making fun of the people that work for him, and the comedians haven't been coming on. I don't know if they're they're mad, you know, about what happened with Artie Lang, but they're not coming on there anymore. But regarding Roger Daltrey's been on that show quite a bit in person and via the phone, and Daltrey told Stern. Yeah, when Enzo died, well, I think they were a little bit mad too because you know, he had a heart condition. He was doing cocaine and whistle, and uh, they kept warning him about it too. But when he died, they were they were on the hook for a lot of contracts. Daltrey says, "Look, we got a you know we have contracts with touring buses, caterers, uh, the air airlines that you know you charter in planes with promoters." And since they, you know, Sophia and I were going to go broke if that if we would have gotten sued for all this stuff. So Townshend is friendly with Pino Palladino. He's like the top session bass player in England. He plays fretless bass too. He's really good. So he called him, and he's been playing bass with the Who in the studio. He played an Endless Wire album and all the tours except for the last one when he had a contract with John Mayer, and they had to use Daltrey's side bass player. But uh, that's really the reason that uh, they had to go and do that tour because they were going to get uh, they're going to get killed big time financially if they did not uh, if they didn't go back on the road. Call it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. Sometimes you don't want to, but they had a bass player who's actually better than it was Pino Palladino. Check out his work; he's really good. I'm familiar with him, and thank you, Gary, for your phone call. And uh, earlier on our uh, our early show, we talked about on this date, 2002, the Who played their first show in L.A. without bassist John Entwistle, who died just a week earlier. And we did talk about that, and, and Gary saying that they had a lot of financial obligations and contracts, and yeah, of course they did. You would have thought maybe they could have postponed it you know, for it didn't seem like there was any real grieving process going on, unless maybe they were mad at him. You know, he did die in a hotel room with some hookers and blow uh, in Vegas, and maybe they had been trying to get him to clean up and stop. And and then when it ended up killing him, maybe they were maybe they didn't like him so much anymore. But or they're just like, we're we're not going to stop because you made a mistake. It did seem, yeah. I, I guess it just seemed a little disrespectful to me that they were they did that to their longtime founding member of the band um and now it's just roger and and pete Hmm. out there the only two originals left and but don't you think the john's what we call is his trust or his family gets the money even though i would think so touring yeah so they probably still want him to tour i would think his estate does yeah and gary mentioned howard stern uh we have a texture here that, uh, where was that? Who joked about our vacation. Yeah, because I mentioned that we're off next week. Oh, that said that um, we get more vacation than Santa Claus. 
Okay, yeah, the only person with more time off than radio personalities is Santa Claus. But, <laughs> all right, let me address that. Santa Claus only works one day a year. <laughs> That's what they're saying. He's yeah, the I only know. guy that gets yeah. more time off than you guys. So, honestly, uh, I get five weeks vacation a year, and I've been here 31 years. It seems, I don't know, that seems reasonable to me. I think when you start here, you get a week, right? That's then where you, I'm then, at. Then you work up to two. And then once you're here 30 years, uh, they'll give you five weeks off. So, but uh, if you're here 40 years, do you think you get six weeks off? Well, like, how many years, like, when do you get a week per? I was told that five is the maximum. But, and, and that's a company, uh, you know, that's one of the company mandates. mandates or rules or whatever. But I'm sure everything's negotiable, right? Put but, it in your con- <laughs> can you put six weeks in your contract, please? So you can get more time yes. off? Yes. And then I get your six weeks in my five weeks. Right. Because when I take off, you're off anyway. And then when I take off, you're I'm off. I'm off, right. <laughs> but the How- here's the Howard Stern connection, which is pretty interesting to me. Howard Stern is on Sirius XM. He just signed a huge contract at the end of last year, uh, uh, reportedly five hundred million dollar contract. Five hundred million, insane, half a billion. And then, from what I'm reading here, he decided to take the summer off. Wow! So he's got a five hundred million dollar deal, and he is off the entire summer, uh, and his fans are outraged. And here's the reason. Now, I never really thought this through completely. You know, first I thought, well, you know, the guy's 67 years old. He's been doing this for 40, 50 years, whatever. You know, and if he wants to take summer off, let him do it. But here's the difference. On Sirius, you have to pay to listen to Howard Stern. And obviously, if they can pay him $500 million, there's a lot of people that are buying Sirius just to hear Howard Stern. And I never really thought about that until reading this article. There are Howard Stern fans that are really upset. They say they're paying 20 bucks a month to listen to him and not reruns. And they were like, yeah, go ahead and take two weeks off or whatever, but the summer? Are you kidding me? So he's catching a lot of heat right now, and I thought that's what our last caller uh, was going to bring up. Me too. Um. Here's here's some comments from his listeners. I pay twenty bucks a month for Sirius XM. I'm not paying for reruns. All Stern's fans should cancel. If I knew the new deal would be like this, I would have rooted for Howard to retire. And so his fans are unhappy. They love him. They're paying twenty bucks a month to hear him. I think this is funny. He's getting nearly seventeen million for his two months of summer vacation. <laughs> Good Lord. That is insane. <laughs> Isn't that unbelievable? I mean, we can't even imagine no, making that kind of money to no. do nothing. I, 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 I'm I, not going to say, you know, he doesn't deserve it. He, he deserves all the success he can get. Well, and you He's deserve one of the what, all-time greats, right? You deserve what someone will pay you, right? Absolutely. So get what you can. That's true. You can't so, blame him for it. So I would say good for him that he got a deal like this, that they're going to pay him $17 million to have the summer off, good for you, man. Good for you. Funny. Mandy O'Connell gets every third week off. Talk about owning the management. <laughs> she does not. Does Mandy take a lot of time off? No, she takes as much as we do. Yeah. Does she? It's comparable. Right. Yeah. I'm not keeping track of Mandy's vacation. <laughs> well, I'm not either. But... I used to because I was working on her show, but yeah. I, I don't know anymore. It's at the same time. It just seems like it. I, 
you know, I think it's funny how our listeners think that we take so much time off because it's right. And, and you know what? Maybe that's just because they like you. You know what? That's, that's a good sign. They miss you. I think, I they think want you to be sign. here. I think if you get to the point where people are happy you're taking time off, then it's probably over. And you're in trouble. Right? It's probably <laughs> over at that hey, point. Hey, by the way, I only took three weeks off for maternity leave. And I almost died. <laughs> right? And you only I, took three weeks? Serious, no, I took three. I was on vacation when I had my baby, so that was one week. And then I took three weeks off for maternity leave. And I had a blood transfusion, and I lost two liters of blood. Yeah. During that process, and I still came back. And when I got a uh, hip replacement, they told me to take six weeks off work. I took one. You did take only one. One week. I know. After a hip replacement. Yeah, I've never been one uh, to, I, I've always felt like I should be here. Like, even when my kids were born, I didn't miss a day. Not one. Both kids came right back to work the next day. But then you have other people in this building who take... Paternity. I leave. know, I know, and I've <laughs> never been that guy. You know, so I, I, I even feel a little guilty, you know, taking days off. You know that, Kathy. Yeah, that's how I am. I just, I, I just know. let I, you. I just I, feel accountable in some way. I just let you feel guilty. Cause I don't. Yeah, because you don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say, man, if I could get an extra week of vacation, I wouldn't feel bad I at all. I've noticed that, Kathy. You don't. I'm all Rick. I'll be gone again next week. But like we always say, your name's not on the show. That's true. When your name's not on the show, you know you can drift in and out, and then no problem. But I do feel accountable, and I do get five weeks off. Those of you keeping track at home, and I'll be off next week. One of the days, Monday. It's a holiday, a so we're actually off holiday. four days. So we're off four days. Yes. So that day will be made up uh, on a three-day weekend somewhere for those of you uh, that got keeping a calendar, track. <laughs> keeping track of our vacations. Let me write down Rick Lewis vacation, Rick Lewis vacation. Yeah, so I'll let you know, you know, when I'm taking that day off. It'll probably, I'm thinking maybe late July before the football season starts, you know, when we, uh, we're calling the Broncos games again. I'll maybe try to work a three-day weekend in before that. So anyway. Um, uh, let's see, 720-951, we love you, and no more vacation, exclamation points, LOL. We can't go a week without you. And that, you know what, thank you, and and that's the way I take it, that people that complain when you take off, it's because they, they like you, they want to hear you. They want to hear you every day. Well, just think of how many people you've been a part of their morning every day for 30 years and Kathy 25 plus years, you know, so it kind of throws their days out of whack when they don't get to hear you guys. Right. 720-227. On top of it all, Howard Stern has been doing the show from his house for over a year now. Yeah. Throughout the whole pandemic, he's been doing it from home and I listened to him on occasion and he, uh, he doesn't want to go back to the studio. I mean, once you get used, probably you get used to doing your, show from home or working from home, you probably don't want to go back. And there's a lot of studies out there that are showing that people saying if they are forced to go back into the office, they're going to find another job. Well, because of that, uh, Capital One this week introduced a hybrid work model where they're allowing people to only be in the office 50% of the time. So they can work from home one week and then work in the office another week or half a week at home, half a week in the office. And I think that's going to continue going forward. Uh, 970, I wish I only worked 40, 40 minutes every hour. Seriously, the commercial breaks are getting ridiculous. 
I often tune to something else and to be honest, sometimes forget to go back to KOA. Uh, that's beyond our control. We have no control over that. Um, I totally understand. Let's see. Um, 303-913, you're all afraid of the Wally Pip process. Wally Pip. Uh, yeah, you... Uh, What's that? Wally Pip was a baseball player. Uh, took a day off, and I believe Lou Gehrig took his place, and then Lou Gehrig played like 1,500 games in a row. Wally Pip never made his way back into the lineup. And that is very true in radio. There is always somebody who wants your job. Well, of course there and is. And is willing to do it for less money. Always. That's how it is, Grant. <laughs> <laughs> All right, 1026. We'll be back. It's KOA News Radio. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10 year, 100,000 mile limited warranty, you stop thinking thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. time for sure luther vandross passed away on this date 2005 he was only 54 complications from a stroke that he suffered two years earlier what a voice what a talent is this what you classify as baby making music yeah belly rubbing music (laughs) yeah 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 he um he would gain a lot of weight. He'd get really, really overweight, and then he would get skinny, and he went back and forth on that yo-yo for quite a long time, and, and some think that may have contributed to his early death and health issues. It's just, it's really hard on your body. Not only losing the weight, of course, gaining the weight, but losing weight as well. It's not easy. Not easy on your, on your system. Okay, we have uh, a lot going on here. A lot of great text, a lot of good phone calls. Steve's been waiting a long time. Stephen Greeley, hi, you're on KOA. Hey, good morning, Rick. Good morning, Kathy. How are you guys doing today? Doing good, good, Steve. How are you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Listen, a couple quick comments, and I know you got a million other things to deal with. So, number one, um, you know, everybody loves the show, and if you love the show, you have to understand that commercials are what pays for the show. So, whether they're 10 minutes or 20 minutes or 15 minutes, you still need to listen to them because that's what pays for the show. So that's just a simple comment there. 
Second thing is you should never feel bad about taking five weeks vacation when you've been with the company for 30 years. Our company gives six weeks vacation for 30 years. So I think you deserve every single solitary second of it. Wow. Could you call every day, Steve? We need need more Steve and Greeley. Yeah. I wish I could. I wish I could. (laughs) And then the other last thing is, is, uh, you know, really, don't you get sick and tired of these celebrities and you know, high-ranking Democratic officials and God only knows what else getting away with absolute murder. I mean, how does Cosby get away with this nonsense? And I, I have just a simple theory. Do you think there's any possibility that the district attorney has a big account in the Cayman Islands and he set this up on purpose to get him out in two and a half years? Um, I don't know. Um, did you hear Harvey Steinberg when he was on, Steve? I did, yeah. The lawyer, yeah, yeah. I thought Harvey explained it really, really well. It, it, it sounds like collusion, uh, corruption. Uh, they, they did. It was dirty. It was dirty and probably political because everything is. And um, the Supreme Court finally stepped in and and reversed it. But it sounded like uh, he mentioned the appeals court was okay with it. So it was dirty sure. all the way up to the Supreme Court. Everybody knew this had happened and, exactly. and just let it happen until the Supreme Court stepped in. But that means all the way through the appeal process, all the way through the appeals court in Pennsylvania, they looked the other way, too. You know, exactly. so I just get so tired of it. And you got Como. I mean, that idiot in New York has killed over 8000 people, elderly people that had COVID that sent back to an elderly housing unit and infected thousands and thousands of people and he's still he's still the governor of new york i'm so sick of it i can't hardly believe it yeah i'm kind of surprised that he survived that um and then the other scandal as well with the sexual harassment and all that uh but you know he he is a media darling at least he was uh during covid and uh they just kind of let him just slip away and he got away with whatever he was doing but the, the worst Pretty part crazy. about it, the sexual harassment is one thing, but the people dying in nursing homes uh, because of his decision, that is uh, inexcusable uh, and unexplainable. I don't know what he was thinking, and he shouldn't have been able to skate it on that, in my opinion. I agree 100%, guys. I love your show, and you guys keep it up, and uh, I'll talk to you again sometime Thank you. soon. Thank you, Steve. Uh, the Harvey Steinberg segment uh, that – I just referenced is up on our page and website too. If you want to listen to it, it's well worth listening to. If you don't understand what happened with Bill Cosby and how he got out of prison, you want to listen to that. Because Harvey lays it out. It, it, I mean, I thought Harvey's appearance on the show today was one of the best I've heard him on the radio. Oh yeah. He he just really and he's so good at what he does anyway. Well, he knew all about it, you know, every detail. That's the one thing is that Harvey knows his stuff when it comes to things like that. Absolutely. Absolutely, Kathy. The Wally Pip reference. Kathy said, "Well, who's Wally Pip?" and I he was a baseball player 100 years ago that took a day off. And Lou Gehrig took his place. Lou Gehrig then played 2,130 consecutive games and, after replacing Wally Pipp. And nobody, and I didn't know who Wally Pipp was, but I know who Lou Gehrig is. Right. You know? Total legend. And so that's the same thing in radio. You take a day off, uh, young, hungry, millennial Grant. Grant fills in for you, and then you find yourself without a job for the next 2,130 days. <laughs>
It can happen. Hey, it's Charlie Blackman's birthday today. Happy birthday. And Everly White's birthday today. My baby just turned two. Everly. Happy birthday, Everly. Everly. She's no longer a baby, Rick. Where Hard to believe. Oh, she's still a baby. I think you got another year. Really? You don't consider her a toddler? Borderline. Yeah. <laughs> she now talks back. No. <laughs> <laughs> Keith is calling from uh, Kathy Lee's neighborhood. Hello, Keith. From my house, I think. Hey, guys. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up, Keith? Uh, not too much, Rick. You got to understand. With women, when they say they say, say it's their baby. Hey, Kathy. Hey. My mom. My mom says she doesn't care. She said I can. She'll be. I could be seventy years old and I'll still be her baby. Okay. Very that's true. How women. That's how women are. Very true. You know, they, and and Kathy, happy birthday to your daughter. Thank you. Okay, and that was a great segment that you guys had on with Harvey. Man, it cleared up a lot of stuff. Man, it really did. It cleared up a lot. Thank and you. And one other thing, I want. I just got back because I went. I, I had left the week after you guys got back. Got back from your vacation. And I just got back. Oh, wow. So you had a long vacation. Wow. Don't uh, rub it yeah, in, Keith. And, and I understand you guys are taking off next week. So I'm going to do it yes. too. <laughs> yes. Yes. We're going to be off. Uh, uh, well, Friday will be our last day. And then uh, one of the days is a company holiday. That's that's going to be Monday. So we're taking four days off. But yeah, we, so I'm going to do it too. Yeah, yeah. Why not, Keith? Do it, Keith. Well, well I'm the boss. So <laughs> I wish I was the I boss, Keith. Must I don't know, nice. man. It's not all that it's not all that it's cracked up to be. Trust me, bro. It really isn't, man. But uh, it sounds like you guys are doing. How serious? It sounds like you guys are doing good, man, and uh, that you guys are doing well. And you guys won't let me give you the title. You guys just get silent on me, man, and you won't let me give you the title about about the radio crew in history. But so I stopped, I gave up on that. But you give it to us one more time. We appreciate you, Keith, man. You're always a breath of fresh air when you call in. Always well, you got- positive, and and you seem to be happy all the time. And I'm going to put you in, in the super spreader of positivity crew. Okay, now, what, now thank you much. I, you know, I'm, I'm honored because I'm honored because you're the king in that area. That's my. I own the super spreader of positivity thing. Yeah, I should yeah, I should have trademarked you, you, that. Grant, come on. Yeah, you're, you're 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 the king. You're the king. You're the king in that area. And Cassie, Cassie just be getting silent on the brother. What, what, what's up with this, Cassie? Well, Keith, I'm just jealous that you went on vacation for so long. You know, I'd like that long of a vacation. And it was probably an exotic vacation, probably. That sounds dirty, Rick. No, I didn't say erotic. <laughs> I said exotic vacation. <laughs> and, I think and Keith she's and I jealous, Kathy Keith. Lee. She's jealous. Kathy Lee. Stop it, Kathy Lee. Stop it. Stop it. It might have been Stop erotic, it. too. I think but... it's erotic. <laughs> you Doesn't... guys are great, man. Thanks, Keith. You guys are great. Continue the, continue the success that you guys are having. Just ride the wave, man. And, you know, uh, stay positive. Peace. I'm out, baby. Thank All you, right, Keith. Keith. Appreciate that. Yeah. I think exotic sounds dirty. Really? Yeah. Like an exotic dancer? Yeah. You, you, look, you think of an exotic I do. Dancer. That's where my mind goes. Like, right. I think of an exotic location. Yeah, me too. And I think of an exotic dance. <laughs> <laughs> Erotic, exotic. What is the definition of exotic? I'm asking my human fact checker sitting right here, Kathy yes. Lee, Millennial Grant. They go right to their computers. Exotic definition. Um, very different, strange, or unusual. Introduced from another country, not native. Exotic plants. So why exotic dancer? I don't. 
Well, why do they call them exotic dancers? I don't dancers? know. Well, wouldn't they just be called strippers? <laughs> yeah. Exotic <laughs> dancer sounds a whole lot better. Why did exotic dancer come into play? I thought they were just strippers. That term's been around a long time. So I, guess, I guess that's a nice way to say stripper. Because you're is exotic dancer. different, unusual. Yeah. Because they're not a dancer. Right. You wouldn't consider them a regular dancer. In most cases, no. So. Yep. Um, Garrett and Parker. Good morning. Good morning, guys. What's up? Just wanted to educate the people out there that this caster that gave this sweet deal to Bill Cosby to kind of let him off the hook was actually one of the lead defense attorneys for Donald Trump's second impeachment trial. The ca- who, who, who are you talking about? The caster, the district attorney that gave Bill Cosby the sweet deal. To kind of let him oh, off the, the hook. Oh, uh, the immunity, um, when he yep. gave him immunity yep. in the civil, so he, he, he said they would give yep. him immunity in a criminal case if he would give a deposition. Correct. Okay, and then and why then, did they, yep. uh, why did they, did they turn on him? I, no clue. I'm just letting everybody know who this district attorney is, and he was one of the lead impeachment defense attorneys for Donald Trump. Okay. So for all the conservatives saying how he's like ultra liberal, I highly doubt that. Okay. Interesting. Thank you, Garrett. Uh, next up, Jay and Greeley. What's up, Jay? Hey, guys. First time caller, chronic texture. Thank you, Jay. <laughs> Are you texting all the mean things to us? No, I don't text mean things. Okay. I just jump in wherever I think I have something worthwhile okay. to say. But, uh, I just kind of wanted to jump in on the love test. I really do love the show, and congratulations to Dave for his award that he's getting today. It's, um, and I have a good news, bad news story. Last February, I interviewed for a job that I really wanted, did not get the said job. So I've been doing a courier job, an Amazon job, which means I can be with you guys every day. And unfortunately, but also fortunately, that company called me back, and they're and I start work next week at this job that I really wanted, but it's an inside gig, so well, I congratulations. don't get to hear you guys every day. Congratulations it's on that! Really, it's fantastic, but I won't be there to hear it when they announce that it's the Logan Lewis and Lee show, and I know that's going to happen one of these days. Well, without you, our ratings are going to tank, and uh, <laughs> we may not be coming back from vacation. Hey, and, and Jay, if you ever need to listen yeah. to the show afterwards, we post the full show on our podcast page at koanewsradio.com, so you can yeah, always listen to that. it later. I will definitely do it, because when I get home from being inside after two years of being outside, running around, doing kind of my own thing, I'm probably going to need some laughs. Good for you, Jay. Congratulations. Right. Thanks for calling Thanks, and guys. texting, and, and stay in touch with us. Very nice. Getting yeah. a lot of love here today. I know, really. Uh, texter seven two zero six six six. The DA. Maybe this was the caller we just had. The DA who made the deal with Cosby was Mr. Castor, the lead defense attorney for Donald Trump's second impeachment trial. Hmm. Didn't know that. And I wonder, um, you know, since everything goes through a, a political filter, I, I wonder if, like, defense lawyers, like, say, Harvey Steinberg. I have no idea where Harvey leans politically. Mm-mm. I would think the really good ones, politics doesn't factor in to de- deciding who they're going to prosecute, defend. Yeah, or prosec- yeah, either way, right? 
maybe prosecute. Yeah. It might, but um, for for a defense attorney, I I just think in many cases, not well, and not in many cases, but in some cases, they know their client is guilty. But they have to prove they're not. Right. It's their job to represent them still and and try to uh, see if they can get them off. So I don't know how much politics plays into that. I think money plays into it a little bit more. Money seems to play into everything, but so does <laughs> politics. It really does. I mean, if you've got all the money in the world, I think that some defense attorney is going to take, you know, defend you. Yeah, it does seem uh, unfair in that sense. You know, that it seems like the more money you have, the the better judge you or better a lawyer you, you can, can hire. Get, yeah, because think about the people who are in and jail. you seem to get more justice if you have money. And, and it the, the thing that happened with Bill Cosby is disgusting in many, many ways. And one that Harvey Steinberg pointed out is that uh, this he he called them weak judges that let this happen and let mm-hmm. this go through. I, I and I think there's some corruption and collusion involved as well, and politics, people trying to move up, make a name for themselves, and you can't have a system like that. And so the Supreme Court finally stopped it and reversed it. Everybody's unhappy that Bill Cosby got out of prison. We all know he's guilty. Yep, but he admitted system, he's guilty. The system is bigger. The integrity of the system is bigger mm-hmm. than Bill Cosby. Which we needed to be. You have to have that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, no one's ever going to trust the system. Right, and there's a lot of distrust anyway. Mm-hmm. Crazy. Yeah, so uh, 1055, yeah, Dave Logan uh, is in Florida. He's being inducted into the High School Sports Hall of Fame. Dave's not here. Quite the honor. It's Dave and uh, I think Alex English is in this class, uh, Tim Couch, and other... Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday, other other names that you recognize from their pro careers. Uh, and Dave Logan, one of the greatest athletes uh, that's ever played any sport. Uh, and, of course, Wheat Ridge High School and University of Colorado, Cleveland Browns, spent uh, a few games here with the Denver Broncos at the end of his career and. We're very happy and proud of him, and and just you couldn't you couldn't get a much bigger honor than what he's getting today. One of the best high school athletes in the history of the country. Uh, we'll get a break here. It's um, a couple minutes away from eleven. We'll get a news update. Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee, Millennial Grant, and this is KOA News Radio. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is a Missy Elliott one time exclusive. Come on, is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. Missy Elliott, 50. All right. Still a banger. 
Okay, we're back here, uh, final hour of the show today. It's 11.07. Rick Lewis here, uh, Kathy Lee, Millennial Grant, Dave Logan off. Uh, Dave is receiving a big honor today, and his whole family went down there with him, which is so cool, uh, in Orlando, Florida. And he's being inducted into the High School Sports Hall of Fame, not as a coach, by the way, as an athlete. Now, Dave, Dave would, he, he would qualify on both levels. Oh, yeah. Whether coach or athlete, but... They didn't combine his head coaching success with his success as a high school athlete. Maybe he goes back as a coach at a later date. I would not be surprised one bit. I'm sure there's not many coaches. Uh, you know, one of my favorite things about Dave is how humble he is and that he doesn't like to talk about himself. Mm-hmm. So when he's gone, we kind of get to talk about him a little bit more. Yes. I'm sure there's not many high school coaches that have won more state championships than him. Probably not. You're probably right about that. Probably not. Yeah, um, and and that's why I'm talking about it right now because if Dave was here, he wouldn't want to talk. We about would it, not yeah. be talking about this, and so it's it's, uh, you know, it's just a great honor. We're very very proud of him. And Dave, for those of you who don't know, I think it's probably well known around here. Was drafted in three different sports. He was drafted in baseball, basketball, and football. Uh, football by the Browns, baseball by the Reds, basketball by the Kings. Uh, at the time, they were the Kansas City Kings. Uh, they're now the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Uh, and he played sports, two sports, two sports in, in college. college at a high level. Yeah. He he could have played in the NBA, I believe, mm-hmm. and uh, obviously had a really good NFL career. Uh, there's only been. I think less than a handful of athletes that were drafted in three different sports. I think there's only four. Double check. I think four is the right number. Dave is one of them. Dave Winfield is the Dave Winfield's the other. Um, do you have a list there in front of you? I'm just checking. But I think you're right. I think I think the number is four, with Dave being one of those four. Uh, now, there have been athletes, obviously, that played two sports professionally. Okay, so there are only four players in the history to be drafted in three different sports. Mickey McCarty, who played only one year for the Chiefs in 1969. Noel Jenke, who played for several teams in the early 70s. Dave Logan and Dave Winfield. Congratulations, man. What? <laughs> wow. Isn't that great? It's <laughs> what an exclusive list. It is. It's unbelievable. Uh, and just an amazing accomplishment and there's been guys who played two different sports professionally Bo Jackson of course uh, baseball and football Deion Sanders baseball and football Michael Jordan attempted to play baseball Uh, I don't think he made it past single A or double A in baseball he wasn't very good in baseball Uh, that was kind of a weird thing when he quit the NBA to go play baseball and then came back to the NBA. Some yeah. say that was because of a gambling situation uh, that he had going on. Uh, so if you have a suggestion on who you think is the greatest athlete of all time, you can call us 303-713-8585 or easy to text us at 56690. Uh, I would definitely put Dave Logan, Dave Winfield, on that list, I don't think Dave Winfield played any sport professionally other than baseball. I don't believe, and neither did Dave. Yeah, you're right. Dave There's Logan. only two athletes who played multi- 
professional two sports, right? No, more than that. Oh, there is? So uh, Brian Jordan oh. also did. Um, Deion Sanders. Deion Sanders. Bo Jackson. And Bo, and there's probably been more. Might want to look that up, too. So Elway has been drafted in two sports. He was baseball and football. football. Mm-hmm. That's right. Troy Aikman, two sports. Okay. He was drafted by the New York Mets out of high school and then ended up playing football. Joe Lillard. Um, Never heard of him. Okay, the ones you probably know. Sammy Baugh. Yes, football player, quarterback. Uh, let's see. Drafted into two sports or played two sports? Did you know this one? Jim Brown, All-American in lacrosse. I knew that. Basketball, baseball, track. I knew Jim Brown was a great lacrosse player. I I'm, never knew that. Yeah. Chris Carter played football and basketball at Ohio State University. Really? Uh-huh. Okay. Hall uh, of Famer. Dante Culpepper was drafted by the New York Yankees. Didn't know that. Eric Decker was drafted in two sports. Okay. He was drafted twice in baseball. Milwaukee Brewers and Minnesota Twins. Great athlete. Former Denver Bronco. Jack Del Rio. Jack Del Rio. Linebacker from USC. Longtime NFL linebacker and coach. Drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays out of high school. I didn't know he was a baseball player. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Johnson, The Rock? Mm Mm-hmm. They put they put him in two sports of professional wrestler and football. Uh, yeah. But did he play professional football? I don't think he did. No, I don't think so. I'm um, looking to see if anyway, Antonio Gates. Uh, yeah, football and basketball, but I don't think he played in the NBA. He didn't. He uh, played basketball in college. Kent State in the MAC. Oh, uh, that's right. He's a Kent State guy. Yeah. Willie Galt. The Golden Flashes. Willie Galt track and. Um, Football. Yeah, but he did not end up running in the Olympics. And there's been a lot of track football combinations. Ron Brown um, played for the Rams, ran track at Arizona State, ran in the Olympics, won a gold medal. Bob Hayes, of course, uh, gold medal in track. And then uh, Dallas Cowboys. There's been a Marquise lot of those. Marquise Goodwin. What he did Marquise Goodwin do? Olympic long jumper. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Jimmy Graham. It's funny, while we're talking about Dave, mm-hmm. uh, one of his TV commercials just came on the oh, TV. Oh, funny. Yeah, it's, he's looking at me. So Jimmy Graham. He's, he's looking at me going, hey, would you guys quit talking about <laughs> exactly. me, Exactly. Really? Do we have to do this? <laughs> um, George Hallis. The old football coach from the Bears, Papa Bear. So he was replaced by Babe Ruth after being, <laughs> being given a brief trial as a New York Yankees right-hander. And um, when you look at lists of greatest athletes of all time, uh, here's one from Bleacher Report. They have Michael Jordan, number one. Pretty hard to argue. Yeah. Uh, Hank Aaron, two. I don't know if I would put him there. Wayne Gretzky, three. Babe Ruth, four. Muhammad Ali, five. Wouldn't you consider Bo Jackson up there playing two sports and being good at both sports? I definitely would put, I would put Bo Jackson Probably in the top five. I would, too. That's hard to do as being the top in two sports. But his his pro career in both sports, well, his football career cut short by the hip injury, and then that also hampered him in baseball, baseball. as well for a bit. Um, Bo Jackson, without that hip injury, who knows what Bo Jackson would have done? I mean, it would have been 
if he could have played, it's if he could have stayed healthy, who knows? And Dave Logan's on this list of lists of multi-sport athletes. Congratulations, Dave. PG and Parker, hi. Hey, a uh, couple things. My favorite and all-time athlete, even though I used to cut his grass back in Dubuque, Iowa, was the first Heisman Trophy winner, Jay Berwinger. Uh, okay, you know, that's an interesting, a little uh, interesting story about him. He won the first Heisman Trophy, and he did not play in the NFL. You know why? Nope. Uh, he had a better job. Yes. At the time, the NFL was considered a secondary football league to college football, and they didn't pay anything. So this guy no. won the Heisman Trophy and decided to just go get a regular job, then play in the NFL. Imagine that. Yep. And I used to cut his grass. No kidding. Now, where did he play college? Was it Notre Dame or? Uh, I was in Chicago. In Chicago, like University of Chicago. I think so. I'm not sure on that one. Uh, Northwestern, maybe. No, it wasn't at Notre Dame. Northwestern. You'd have to look that. No. Two. We'll look. We'll look him up. But yeah, I th- I find that interesting, and and you know people don't realize that college football was king back then, uh, and and the NFL was considered a secondary league. You well, know, the- if you also look at the college all stars, one of the reasons they quit the college all star games was because I think one of the final games the all stars beat the pros. Um, one of the last college all star games, I'd have to look and check that out. I don't remember that mm. because that, that they were playing college all-star games into the yeah. 70s. Right. I don't think so, but but when 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 Jay played, when was that the 30s? Yes. In the 30s, yeah. College football was considered way better competition, way better players than they had in the NFL, and the NFL just didn't pay. This guy goes, nap. I'm just going to go sell cars or whatever he did. I don't know what he did, but interesting. But Deion Sanders, though. Deion played in the World Series and a Super Bowl. And he played high school football, basketball, baseball, also ran track in college, spent nine years in the major leagues. It's, it's, see, I would put Deion in the top five greatest athletes of all time as well. For sure. Did you know that Michael Vick was drafted by the Colorado Rockies in the 2000 draft? I didn't know that. Interesting, right? So it's interesting. So many football players are drafted in baseball. Yeah, uh, this Bleacher Report list of top 50, they have Deion Sanders 23. I disagree. I think he should be higher. Uh, to play in a Super to play in Super mm-hmm. Bowl and World Series? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and those were going on, you know, football season and baseball season intertwined. So Again, he was playing. He was, yeah, he was skipping practices to go play in a baseball game, then jumping back on a plane and getting back to football. It was crazy. So the Bleacher Report list uh, looks to me, it's not necessarily greatest athlete or most athletic person. It looks like just kind of great athlete. Most accomplished. Yeah, like Muhammad Ali, you know, is in, on, in the top five. Sugar Ray Robinson, Peyton Manning, Barry Bonds, Nolan Ryan. So these guys were great athletes, but in their sport. Right. Yeah. You can't argue that Deion Sanders is more athletic than Nolan Ryan. You know, he, he is more athletic. Yeah. He's just not as accomplished. I I think that's a great point. A quick little note. You were talking about uh, Jay Berwanger. Yeah. <laughs> so he was 
the first player chosen in the first ever NFL draft in 1936. He asked for $25,000 for over two years, and the coach decided that was too much money, so Burwanger took a job as a foam rubber salesman. How about that? Wow. How times have changed. <laughs> wow. He was the number one overall pick in the first NFL draft. He said, nah, I'm going to go work for this rubber company. That's crazy. I wonder if he regrets it at all. You wonder. Jeez. Heisman Trophy winner, too. Weird. Dave in Boulder is going to join us. Hi, Dave. Hey, good morning, uh, Rick and Kathy. How are you guys doing today? Good morning. Good. We're doing good. Thanks. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to the 4th of July. Like the fireworks, the fire, you know, the family s'mores and stuff, you know. Oh, yeah. It's a great but, holiday. Exactly. Uh, I don't know if you guys knew this, but Patrick Mahomes, he was drafted in the 37th round in 2014 by the Detroit Tigers. He was drafted kind of low because they knew that he was going to play college, fo- uh, college football. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I did know that, and his dad played – you know, 10, 11 years was in, a in the majors. Yeah. 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 yeah, it, yeah. So, obviously, Mahomes a great athlete. How about this? Thanks, is Dave. that Javon Walker played for the Florida Marlins for three years in their minor league system and then played in the NFL? Didn't know that. Former Denver Bronco. He was drafted in the 97 MLB draft. Didn't know that about him. I didn't either. What you learn. Yeah. There's a, Yeah, there's a on this list, Rick, if I printed it out, you'd be like, wow. You know, how many football players got drafted in baseball. Golden Tate? Didn't know. Got drafted in the 42nd round by Arizona Diamondbacks out of high school. Oh. And played, obviously, went to Notre Dame, Mm -hmm. played college football, and has had a a really good, long NFL career as well. Akili Smith? Akili Smith, one of the biggest busts in uh, draft history. Not butts, busts in draft history. (laughs) Uh, <laughs> played two seasons of minor league baseball. Didn't know that. Yeah, he played uh, quarterback at Oregon. I think he was picked fourth overall, maybe fifth or sixth, somewhere in there, and busted out quickly. Third. Third overall. Yep. Yeah, even worse. Wow, right? One of the biggest busts ever. Ben's back there laughing at me. He thought I said butts, too. Maybe I did. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ricky Williams? Did he play baseball? Played baseball in the minors for the Philadelphia Phillies. I didn't know that. For four years. Great running back. Took some time off because it was more important to him to smoke weed Uh, than play in the NFL. (laughs) Weed took a priority over his NFL career for a while. Well, and he left and then came back. And he came back, yeah. But then he said that he uh, had borderline personality disorder, too. Yeah, and the weed really helped him. To, yeah. Yeah, he used to do it. interviews with his helmet on, and he had uh, he had the face shield on. The dark the, visor, yeah. dark yeah. face visor, he where ac- you couldn't see his face. He actually went to the same hospital that Brandon did, Brandon Marshall, wide for, receiver. For the borderline personality mm-hmm. disorder? Really? Yeah. I think he owns a weed company now, too. Well, yeah. Making that, that money. That helps you. Jameis Winston. Baseball? Yeah, he was a great baseball yeah, player at baseball, Florida State. He was, yeah, he was an outfielder said that he got drafted by the Texas Rangers in the 15th round. And you guys mentioned, I'm sure, Kyler Murray already, right? No, we haven't. No, we haven't. Oh, okay, yeah. And he's still thinking. He came out a couple weeks ago and said, you know, I may still try and play in the MLB one day. Oakland A's, I think, uh, hold his rights. Yep. Colin Kaepernick. They actually offered him a lot of money to play. Oh, yeah. Baseball. Didn't he have to pay it back, like, originally? 
or something? I don't know, but uh, it was in the millions. Colin Kaepernick was drafted by the Chicago Cubs. And we're talking, the reason we're talking about this is Dave Logan, our partner, is receiving uh, a big award right now. He's being inducted into the High School Sports Hall of Fame, not as a coach, but as an athlete. Dave Logan drafted in three sports, played one professionally, uh, and could have played basketball. Uh, He was a very good college basketball player. I'd never saw Dave play uh, baseball, but I'm sure he was very good as well, obviously, to get drafted. I think he was a pitcher. Or short, no, he's a shortstop. A shortstop in baseball. Kyler Murray was the first player to be selected first overall in both the NFL and the MLB. Number one overall pick in, in both. both leagues? Uh-huh. What an amazing athlete. This would be a big <laughs> year for Kyler Murray. I, I think this could be the year he turns the corner. The Cardinals have put together, I think, a pretty good team here. Yeah, they picked up the my favorite wide receiver, A.J. Green from the Bengals. And, I mean, think of the impact he's going to make right off the bat. Yeah, he's got weapons Hopkins all and, around him. It's Yeah, yeah. I think this is going to be the breakout year for Kyler Murray, although he's still talking about maybe he'll play baseball. I mean, with that, I'm sure he'd get a lot of money from baseball if football doesn't work out for him. Probably. Probably <laughs> could still do it. Because he declined the contract. Yep. But think about it. They can be like, Hey, you want to come? I'll give you guaranteed. <laughs> He's been out of the game for a while, but they'd probably, yeah, give him a shot at it. He'd be giving up a lot of money that he's making in the NFL. They said the hardest sport to make it in as a professional is baseball out of all those sports. I would agree with that. Because there's so many layers to it. Yeah, yep. you just get lost in the minor leagues mm-hmm. for your whole career. Yep. I know a lot of guys who played in the minor leagues never made it to the majors Absolutely. and have regular jobs now. Absolutely. 11.25, uh, we'll get our last break in here of the show. Rick Lewis, Kathy Lee, Millennial Grant, you're listening to KOA News Radio. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you Lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, we're back here on KOA. Happy birthday, Blondie. Deborah Harry. She is older than I thought, 76. Me too. Who knew she doesn't look it? No, she's aged well. That means she she hit it big. She must have been mid 30 in the mid 70s. So she was born in 1945. Yeah. So yeah, she was in her 30s when she hit it. Kind of unusual. Uh, KOA News Radio, the official station of All-Star Week. Stay with us for live coverage of the Home Run Derby and All-Star Game at Coors Field. And to celebrate, we want to send you to the game. And more, here's your chance to win the ultimate All-Star ticket package. A pair of tickets to the All-Star Game Home Run Derby, All-Star Sunday, and the next Rockies game at Coors Field versus the Dodgers July 16th 
Go to KOANewsradio.com, click on the contest link, enter today's keyword, which is shortstop. Be sure to listen tomorrow for another winning keyword only on KOA News Radio. Uh, Kathy Lee just stepped out, and just look who just stepped in. But Kathy Lee's voice got deeper, Benjamin right? Hardpart Albright. <laughs> Is that what we're calling me now? <laughs> I like that. Oh, hey, I think it looks good still, Ben. I've had worse nicknames. We can roll with that one. It does look good on you, and you do it. You do have good hair. Uh, <laughs> 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 yeah, that email you sent yesterday. <laughs> good hair. No, uh, no, no. We, you know, we get endorsement opportunities mm-hmm. and stuff like that all the time. They had some some uh, hair replacement, uh, something, yeah, uh-huh. come through or whatever. And it was uh, it was sent to everybody, and um, you know, so I sent back. I was like, well, you know, I'm 40. I got a little thinning on top. I'll at least look into it or whatever. And then Rick Lewis comes along and flops on the table, and it's like, well, I, you know, I've got a full thick head of hair. I don't need this. You know, just I didn't reply all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I forgot it. That was to everybody. I thought I, it was it was to Deb. Yeah, <laughs> you know, uh, one of our sales reps. Who oh, did you really day, forget? I'm friends with, and it and it was something like, you know, if I didn't have a a big, full, bushy head of hair, right. you know, I'd be interested, Deb. <laughs> and then she 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 emailed me back, smart ass. Yeah, I uh, told her that you wouldn't do it because you had so much hair. Yeah, it's, and I mean, you do. You have like great hair and everything. It was just uh, it was funny because I'm reading this. E- I look at the email. And I'm like, Rick's emailing back on this one, so I got to read this. So I'm reading the email and I'm like, man, after I just sent her the uh, you know the Hey, I'm 40 and insecure email. So, Did anybody else respond that they needed hair? Well, nobody did the reply all. Oh. I, I reply just individually because oh. I'm not trying to blast my, you know. I reply all I'm not trying to blast my insecurity. I usually don't reply all. Oh, man. I do it, and then I look back, and I'm like, oh, crap. Yeah. That was to 50 people instead of the one I person. I know. Because yeah. I never get emails from Rick, so when I see one pop in, I'm like, like oh, 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 okay. People need to just put at the bottom, do not reply all. Yeah. Right. Well, then what happens is that everybody replies starts all. saying don't reply all, and it bogs the whole thing. Yeah, down. like corporate when we got one from corporate and everybody was replying. Oh, that day. Oh, oh my god! I was screaming. At, like, I was like, Literally, if I get... Rick is lucky that he doesn't look at our corporate emails because we got one from corporate that somebody mm-hmm. sent out by I'd accident. I heard about it. Yeah. Yep. Oh. People were promoting their uh, like their social media accounts. Don't that was reply smart all. Of them, Click though. this to stop to stop the reply. And I was like, oh my god. Like, please just stop. Just quit mm-hmm. responding. <laughs> We were talking about the greatest athletes ever, and, and there's two ways to look at greatest athlete. Uh, you know, greatest athletic human being, you know, somebody who is a all-around athlete that can play multiple sports at a high level. That's a guy like Dave Logan. And then there's, like, greatest athlete in their sport, Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Jordan is usually at the top of all of these lists, uh, and in the, the Bleacher Report one, they, they made him the greatest athlete ever. Who comes to mind for you, Ben? Uh, Bo Jackson right off the top. Yeah, me too. Um, that would have to be one of the— Deion. Yeah, Deion Sanders definitely would have to be um, would have to be in that list. I'm trying to think of who else. You Charlie mean... Ward. He was the Heisman what? winner at Florida State. Yeah, what did who, he uh, play? He ended up baseball? playing basketball. Basketball. Um, but he, uh, he was the Heisman winner in football, and he could have played baseball too. Mm. He would have been up there. Happy Bobby Bonilla Day. Uh, some of you might be saying, well, what is that? <laughs> well, every July 1st until the year 2035, Bobby Bonilla, who played Major League Baseball uh, for the Mets, will cash a check for $1,193,248.20. Why? Every day until every fourth, uh, July 1 until 2035. Uh, he had a deal with the with the Mets. This is the worst deal 
One of the worst deals any baseball team's ever done. Because how long has Bobby Bonilla not been in the league? A long time. I mean, but it's not. But see, it's not totally uncommon. Like Bruce Sutter had the same deal. You remember Bruce Sutter, yes. the pitcher? Yep. Bruce Sutter got his last payment this year of one point three million. He retired in eighty eight. Why do they do that to clear up some of the cap? Right. So Bobby Bonilla in two thousand, the Mets agreed to buy out the remaining of his five point nine million dollar contract. Okay. Five point nine. Yeah. Instead, they decided to pay him. A million every year for 35 years? About $1.2 million every year for 25 years. What are you thinking? Well, according to this, uh, the Mets ownership at the time was invested in a Bernie Madoff account (laughs) that promised double-digit returns. The Mets were poised to make a significant profit if the Madoff account delivered, but that didn't work out. That's why they... They thought it would be a better investment to pay Bobby Bonilla out over a 25-year period Instead of the than five just million? give him the five million. Mm-hmm. What a huge seems mistake! Dumb. Yeah, um, I can't remember. Not the... for Bobby Bonilla. He made out. Like well, yeah, he champ. made out. That's the same. Bruce Sutter had the same kind of deal. He signed the deal in '85 that was worth like 4.8 million, and then another 4.8 deferred at 13 percent interest. And man, he's made out like oh, he got, wow. and from '88 till this this year was the last year. He got 1.3 million dollars per year. Uh, so he wound up instead of getting 4.8, he wound up making like 35 million off it. Wow. Some others that have done the same. Brett Saberhagen, Kathy, yeah. your old buddy, uh, is going to get 250 grand a year from the Mets for 25 years. Um, which was the inspiration, I guess, for the Bonilla deal. Wow. Max Scherzer. Huh will receive $105 million total from the Nationals that are uh, will be paid out through 2028, so basically deferred a lot of his money. Smart. Uh, Manny Ramirez will collect $24.2 million from the Red Sox through the year 2026. Ken Griffey Jr. is going to get $3.59 million from the Reds every year through 2024. <laughs> And Todd Helton, former Colorado Rocky, will get $1.3 million from the Rockies every year through 2023. How about Mike Hampton? When did his deal end? That's a good question. Because that was a total bad deal. Is he still getting paid from the Rockies? I, I don't know. And Denny Maybe. Nagel, weren't those the two that were the deals that... Mm. It harkens to, like, for me, it, it, it invokes the, uh, the the question about would you take the lump sum lottery winning versus the getting paid out over you know however many years? And most people would still take the lump sum even yes. after seeing these numbers. Because there's no guarantee, right. you know, how long you're going to live. And, right. you know, who knows what could happen. I would take the money up front. Would you? I would just Here take you go. It. Mike Hampton got $1.9 per year plus 3% interest since 2009. It goes to 2023. He's still getting paid. Wow. <laughs> okay. That didn't work out. So that's why it's Bobby Bonilla Day. Mm-hmm. If you'd never heard of it before, Fred and Centennial is going to join us. Hey, Fred, what's up? Hey, Rick, how are you? Good. Um, I got to settle this debate about world's greatest athlete, and nobody's talking about him. Is Jim Thorpe? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was so long baseball, ago. Basketball yep. and and football, and won two Olympic gold medals. You're absolutely right. There's I mean, no doubt, and he. I mean, I don't know who makes most of these I don't lists. Know who can be- What's that? He makes most of the list of greatest athletes yeah. ever. You see his name, but but a lot of people don't even know who he who he is or who he was. Right, right. right. Yeah, so. thank you. Yeah, we got a bunch of text about Jim Thorpe looking down our test, text list of greatest.
greatest athletes ever. Uh, Dan O'Dowd's deal with Hampton was listed as one of the 25 biggest franchise-killing contracts in the history of baseball. Mm. <laughs> yeah, remember Dan O'Dowd. Um, from the text line, uh, talking of greatest athletes, uh, we got some Russell Wilson mentions. Yeah. He was drafted in baseball and football. Uh, Herschel Walker. Mm-hmm. Great athlete. Isn't he doing UFC now? He, he, was, he was an right? MMA fighter. He's going to run. I'm hearing he's going to run for senator in uh, Georgia. Ah. Okay. I wouldn't be surprised if he wins. And he wasn't just participating in the U or in the mixed martial arts. He was winning fights right? at 55 against dudes that were like half his age. Is it Herschel or Herschel? I always said Herschel. Yeah, I always said Herschel. No, uh, no one's ever said you, Herschel. Uh, <laughs> a name nobody probably remembers, um, uh, but I knew growing up in Arkansas, Basile Shabazz. I don't know if you remember him or I not. I don't, no. Oh, he was he was something else. He could still, even at uh, 40 years old, he was still running the 40 at 467, but he was a, a track, right? He was a running back, one of the top baseball. I think the Cardinals drafted him the third round. Um, then he went on to be the cornerback at the Arkansas Pine Bluff, and then he had a, a severe neck injury, and that that ended everything. But he was uh, it was otherworldly watching that guy. Just, he could just do anything, any sport. How about Caitlyn Jenner? <laughs> well, I think Bruce was. I don't, I don't know. know. I, 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 quite I don't the athlete know. Bruce Caitlin, was. Caitlyn, one of the greatest athletes ever. You know, <laughs> competed as Bruce. Mm-hmm. Well, um, he would have been the greatest. She would have been the greatest athlete ever. Competed as Caitlyn. Right, yeah. Uh, won the gold medal, I believe it was 76 Olympics in the decathlon. And it, it, the decathlon is uh, one of those track ten. events that has ten determines who's the best all-around athlete because they have ten different events. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Bruce Jenner, just a man, just a beast of an athlete in the day. And so you would have to assume Caitlin too, right? Well, pfft. Caitlin could probably still compete today and still probably kick some butt. On Didn't we people. see a video of Caitlin at the driving range just crushing, crushing balls. balls? Yes. Mm. Oh yeah. Like she's got an amazing. What if swing. Caitlin went on the LPG, LPGA senior tour? <laughs> well, and her uh, yeah. run for governor of California, she is strictly against uh, transgender females playing in yep. female sports. Well, well, you know why? Is because she knows that. It, it's probably unfair because if she went out there and played, she would dominate everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, already winning the Olympics as Bruce, you know. Yeah. True. Uh, what else? Let's see. Um, a guy named Dave DeBusher. I don't know if you remember. You wouldn't remember. remember you know the name, name right? Yeah, I know yeah. the name. Dave DeBusher uh, played for the New York Knicks. He was a very good basketball player, and he pitched a shutout in Major League Baseball. According oh. to a texter, and that I didn't know. I knew he, I knew he played. I didn't know he was that good, though. Did we talk about Elway? I mean, <laughs> we mentioned like him earlier. And the interesting thing about Elway, as you know, Ben, uh, the, the the threat of him playing baseball mm-hmm. is what got him to traded Broncos, to the right? Denver Broncos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He didn't want to play for the Colts when he got drafted. Everybody knows the story here, and he played the baseball card. Well, I'm going to play baseball then. Do you remember? Uh, uh, do you remember Vince Coleman, the baseball player? I do. He was a heck of a punter and kicker as well. Uh, Florida State, I believe. Didn't know that. Yeah. I know he was a speedster. He was yeah, a, a, very fast. Did but, he run track too? Um, I think he did, but I I, I want to say it was like Florida A and M where he was a punter and kicker and had like really uh, had great stats as a punter and kicker there as well. And our texter was right about Dave DeBusher. 
pitched for the White Sox in 62 and 63 and threw a complete game shutout in the 63 season. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah. Did not know that about him. I remember him strictly as a basketball player. Racking my, <clears throat> racking my brain. Kirk Gibson. Um, he was drafted by the uh, then St. Louis Cardinals uh, football team as a wide receiver. That's right. Great athlete. Yeah. Uh, played at Michigan State. I think so. I believe he played wide receiver at Michigan State. And that, remind, uh, uh, that reminds me of uh, speaking of Gibson. Bob Gibson. Um, he played for the Harlem Globetrotters. Didn't know that. Yeah. One of the best Cup. pitchers of all time. Yeah. Uh, texter from the 720 says, what about Ronnie Coleman? Greatest bodybuilder of all time. Certainly uh, one of the greatest bodybuilders. I didn't know he was an athlete. I don't, I don't know what sports he played. I'm very familiar with him. I watched a documentary on him recently, and his body is broken down. Oh, really? Oh, man. I mean, he he's in a lot of pain. He's one of those guys that can barely walk now. Oh, man. You know That's what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know what you're talking he's, about. Uh, I don't know how many times in a row he won Mr. Olympia. But yeah. Yeah, that, that oh. not going well for him, but he's got a great attitude. Yeah. Willie Galt. Yeah. Yeah. Texture from the 303 track and uh, wide receiver for the Bears. Jeff Zamarja, maybe? The uh, Notre Dame pitcher. wide receiver. Oh, yeah. And, uh, then became a pitcher in baseball. Yep. That's a good one. Is he still with the Giants? <sighs> I kind of lost I'm not track sure. of him. Yeah, I lost track of him, too. I'm not sure. I don't uh, know. Uh, let's get one call in here before we wrap it up. Nick in Wellington. Good morning, Nick. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good. How you doing, man? Uh, I want to bring up Dave Winfield. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I was uh, grew up in Minnesota, and he was actually recruited uh, to play on the basketball team after the Gophers got three guys kicked off the team with a in a big brawl they had with Ohio State. Mm. I can't remember if seventy two or seventy three, and so uh, they recruited him in mid season, and he actually led the Big Ten in rebounding that year. <laughs> And he did get drafted in three sports, yeah. like Dave Lovett Him, did. Dave, and I think two other people all total that, yep. uh, that did that. That's interesting. I, you know, The only other one I could think of off the top of my head would be Tim Duncan. Um, he was a swimmer, tried out for the 92 Olympics. He, uh, yeah, Tim, the really? basketball player. Yeah, tried out for the 92 Olympics before he, uh, before he went into basketball. Huh. Played uh, Wake Forest. Yeah. Great, was, great, uh, obviously yep. great basketball player. He was a swimmer? He was Virgin Islands. Yeah, he was Virgin Islands. And tried out for the uh, 92 Olympic Games. Before uh, huh. I think uh, there was a hurricane there, and I can't remember which one it was. Hurricane Hugo, I think, took out the the swimming, the only Olympic sized swimming pool that they had. Were you a good swimmer? I was an okay swimmer. Yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't terrible. I wasn't great. But yeah, I was, I was a pretty good swimmer. I, I like swimmer. the water. Yeah, I, yeah. But it's a sport that I would, I would, I couldn't stand competing in because the, so hard. It's yeah. such a tedious practice. Yeah. Your head's underwater the whole All time. time. Yeah. It's like awful. Yeah, I think I, that would be a terrible. I enjoyed, uh, yeah, I enjoyed swimming for, for leisure. I enjoy being at the pool now a lot more. Less swimming, just being at the pool. It's more like lounging at the dunking. pool, right? Now it's lounging before you speed. We would always try to dunk everybody. Yeah, now I'm just, now <laughs> yeah. I'm just there for the sightseeing. So it's. And now yeah. I have to play Marco Polo with the eight-year-olds, and they always all get out of the pool and leave me. Marco Polo! And yeah. they all get out of the pool, and I'm, and I'm looking around. There's nobody left there. One of my favorite games. <laughs> They like to fish out of water. Fish out of water. (laughs) All right. Well, that's going to wrap it up. Uh, Thank you for listening today. Congratulations once again to our friend and partner, Dave Logan, who accepted the induction into the High School Sports Hall of Fame this morning. Uh, We just saw a picture of him uh, at the event on social media. It's great. Uh, Dave will be off again tomorrow. We'll be here. Ben's going to sit in with me for a little bit tomorrow. Kathy Lee. I was going to get her vacation started a little bit early tomorrow. 
and uh, Millennial Grant, thanks. Good job as usual. I'm Rick Lewis. We'll do it again tomorrow. Mandy Connell is next here on KOA News Radio. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, over by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.